plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve and Sean on today's show are Pat Kelly and Peter St. James. What we want to hit on today, Peter, is the term sequential risk and the impact on retirement money. So first of all, you know, sequence risk is basically hitting the down years in the market early on in your retirement. In other words, if I'm going to retire last year, March, April, the sequence of what the market was doing out there was not pretty. Markets mm-hmm. were off pretty hard, 40, 50%. Okay. Mm-hmm. But as the year went on, overall, the year finished mm-hmm. pretty much on the plus side for everybody, depending on what sectors that you were involved with and what types of stocks, value, or growth. With that being said, though, this sequence of risk and sequence of return risk is a very, very important concept to understand and know how it, it will, will affect you and your retirement plan. You could have ultimately negative impacts to your retirement plan if the day you go to retire or that year, the markets drop and it's a negative year Mm -hmm. and we're in a recession or a pullback. Because what happens is you're actually planning on taking money out of your account. It's a, a, a percentage, a withdrawal rate. And in the old days, that withdrawal rate used to be 4%. Right. Today, they say, Eh, three, three and a half, because the old days, it was based on the bond industry and the interest rate environment. And that's been so low that they've had to reduce the withdrawal rate risk from 4% down to three, three and a half, somewhere. Some people even say two and a half. But now what that means is you're taking less money. But with the same thought process in mind, not only are you taking less money, If the market's down, you're taking less money from an account that has less amount of money in it. And you're not contributing to that account anymore. Correct. If you've gone into retirement. Right. Right. Correct. Exactly. So So the timing of that retirement account could have a negative impact on the overall rate of withdrawal available to me down the road. Correct. That's exactly it. What happens is the market goes down, your portfolio declines in value, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But your, your heat bill didn't go down, your taxes didn't go down, your gas bill didn't go down. You still have to pay those. So now you're, you're taking a fixed amount out, but it's a larger percentage of the money you set aside. Right. Okay. This is what sequence of return risk is. It's, it's the five years, what we call the red zone, the five years before and after retirement. And it's having some negative market returns within those two five-year periods. We've talked about long-term investing in the past, right? right. Mm-hmm. And, and your ability to withstand the ups and the downs in the market because you've got a long-term horizon. If you're in your 20s, you've got 30, 40 years before you retire. But as you get closer to retirement, that gets shorter and shorter and shorter. You can't withstand these negative returns anymore because this is what happens. I'll give you an example. Uh, this is going to be uh, Bill and Jill. Let's assume they have $500,000 in their portfolios each. How about mm-hmm. Joe and Jill? We can do just a little more politically oh. correct. <laughs> well, I just, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeez. so they each need to take some money out uh, because they both retired, right? So okay. we're gonna, Bill's going to retire in 96. He's going to take 4% per year, and that's what he's going to take out. And he's going to adjust it a little bit for inflation every year. Okay. All right. Jill's going to retire two years later. She's also going to take out 4% and adjust it for inflation. Okay. They're both taking the exact same amount of money out. Right. When Bill retires, 
the first two return uh, years in the in retirement, the markets return twenty percent and thirty percent, and even large. in the third year does twenty seven percent. Okay, it's good. Now Jill retires two years later. Those returns start off at negative, Uh-oh. negative ten, negative thirteen, but then a positive twenty three. That's okay, right? Well, what happens at the end of the day here? In seven years, Bill ends up with $947,000 in his account. He didn't put money in. He took money out, and it grew. Mm -hmm. Almost doubled. That's not bad. Jill had a different situation. She took that money out. She ended up with $346,000, right? So the money she was taking out was at such a level that the returns in her portfolio couldn't make up for it. So she actually had a very large declining balance. And if that continues out over the next 10, 20 years, poor Jill's going to run out of money. So how do you protect yourself against sequential risk? It's basically putting together a portfolio design that understands that you can have negative years like that. So you design the portfolio to not absorb those types of downturns. You don't want to absorb a 20% downturn, okay? Right. So one of the things we do is we design portfolios and we do asset allocation and then we'll stress it out. What I mean by that is we'll run a sequence of events on what we've put together for our clients. And then what we'll do is we'll take out the money. We'll take out a heavy withdrawal rate with a you know 4 to 5% withdrawal rate, which is heavy. Right. Then on top of that, we'll increase it by 3% and for inflation. And because of the type of portfolio designs that we've actually done, we've actually helped to mitigate these extreme sharp downturns that the market experienced in those years. And therefore, it doesn't affect the client the way Jill got affected based on the way she was investing. So it's understanding all these critical components that go into portfolio design and why we do what we do. Some portfolios are not designed to re you don't want the portfolio to react exactly as what the markets do because you'll be on a continuous roller coaster ride and people's emotions can't handle that. Mm-hmm. So by diversifying the portfolio into different sectors that we know when there is sequence risk and there are potential downturns in years, you know, futuristically planning, we know we're gonna have downturns. We will design portfolios to actually handle sequence risk, and that's a real key component in the planning process because for people who haven't done it, you can get really burned, and we've watched people get burned back in these you know, years when we had these, you know, the tech bubble, right. the dot-com, right. even in back in 08 and 09. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. People who were retiring, they all put it off for three or four years so their portfolios could recover. They didn't retire. Mm-hmm. Some well, people did. But they did. could have. Right? They could have. You're talking about asset allocation, which is apropos here, right? Let's have a diversified asset base. So when one thing does well, something else might not do well. So that's the whole diversification, not having all your eggs in one basket. Correct. We also look at diversifying our income, right? Let's look at the income allocation. So somebody that retires and they have their portfolio decline, but they need income because they're not making money anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, let's have alternative sources of income right? Let's have maybe some rental properties. That's an alternative source of income. Uh, There's certain annuities that you can put together that will generate income. So you can leave that portfolio aside and let it, you know, increase again. The other thing you can do is maybe you have some 
job flexibility. You said, you know what, maybe actually I'm going to go back and work at the ski shop and, and fit boots in retirement because I like doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So that'll help you, you know, take some money, get some income, pay your bills without having to hit up yet savings that is now at a depressed level. Mm-hmm. Well, the way you explained it, you scared me. Um, and to me, mm-hmm. that was a bigger argument for working as late as you possibly can. Yeah, but but you work as late as you possibly can. But what if that that particular year you decide that you're not working? The sequence of events that start to occur in the market are two or three negative years, right? Which had nothing to do with what your plans were. So do I just keep working then? Well, no. By putting together a solid portfolio yeah. design and an income allocation plan, understanding that these sequence risks is going to be there and it can be there. And when people sit down with us, Peter, this is what we actually do. We actually run these scenarios. I'll run their portfolio. We'll look at it and I'll do an average sequence of returns. I'll do a positive sequence of returns and a negative sequence of returns. Three different scenarios of what the markets can do on the day they retire and they can see how it'll affect their portfolio where it currently is. Or if you change your portfolio, change some of the ways you create income, how it's not going to affect you. You've planned for it. You understand that this is a potential risk. It's no different than planning for interest rate risk. Mm -hmm. It's no different than inflation, deflation, market risk. There's all these risks, and this is only one of them. But as fiduciaries, it's our responsibility to actually educate the client on what all these potential roadblocks are and say, hey, look, these are going to be the roadblocks down the road. We can either minimize them. Some of them, hopefully, you can eliminate. You, you, not, you can't always eliminate problems, but if you can minimize them and you can control them and it's part of the plan, then it makes everything much easier the day you go to retire. Now, now I was listening to one of the talking heads recently and they said, hey, if we keep spending money the way we're doing it, it's going to bring back inflation and we need a certain amount of inflation. Will inflation affect my retirement? Absolutely. How? We well, it, it it eats away at your purchasing power. Okay. So in other words, if things start to cost more, yep. and you get way too conservative with your investment platform, and let's say you're making, you know, two and a half, three percent, mm-hmm. okay, and inflation runs at three, you're breaking even. But let's say all that money sitting in the savings accounts that are earning less than a half a percent, yeah. and inflation's at three, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand what inflation how it impacts us. And inflation risk, sequence risk, all these risks, we sit down and we go over all of them because we know how important it is to understand how it affects you when you get to retirement. And look, one of the biggest problems we're all going to face when it comes to inflation is in the healthcare industry. It's the cost for healthcare. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a huge problem. The other thing that we have to plan for, and I'm you know, anybody who comes into my office today, it's like, okay, you're in the 12% tax bracket. You know, you go to retire 10 years from now, that may be considered, uh, you may be in the 24, 28, 32. No one knows the answer to that question. But as a planner, we are looking ahead. That's one of those roadblocks that we got to try to minimize. Let's run your retirement plan. Even though today you're at a 12% tax bracket, let's bump it up to a 24 and see how the plan looks. See if there's any shortfalls. See if there's any gaps that we need to fill. Then we can redesign the plan 
or adjust the plan accordingly and not have to do these knee-jerk reactions when headline news makes everybody freaked out, starting to make, try to make decisions, mm-hmm. emotions take over. That's not how you do retirement planning. It's sitting down with people like Sean and I, who are fiduciaries that have the client's interests first. And as a firm, the beautiful thing about it is we are not tied to anybody. That's why we're an independent wealth management firm. We don't have anybody telling us what to sell, what we have to do to educate our, our clients. Right. Our job is to educate the client and then go out and find what the best solution is out there. And we're not, again, we don't have anybody telling us what those solutions are because we want to have the ability to explore everything out in the vast market mm-hmm. of investment options and grab the best one for our client. Are people surprised when you sit down with them and say, okay, at a 4% withdrawal rate, this is what you're going to get. At a 3%, this is what you're going to get. At a 2%, this is what... Is that an eye-opener for some people? I, I think it is because... It, but and it's, it's worked both ways, in all honesty, with me. I, I worked with a woman a few weeks ago, and she was very, very concerned about her ability to retire. And she said, I'm going to be working until I'm in my, my 70s. And I said, okay, well, come on. Let's, let's sit down. Let's get all your information in here. Let, let's bring it together and see what you have. Well, when you add it all up, it was all far-flung, but she didn't look at it like together. We started pulling it in. And looking at what she had and putting some ideas in place in terms of how to allocate uh, sources of income in retirement, I said, geez, you know what? Not, you, not only do you not have to wait until you're 72, I think you could retire now. Right? Really? So that was a really nice conversation. And she didn't see that yeah. coming. She couldn't see it. Now, wow. the flip side of the coin is where we have folks that have accumulated a lot of wealth. Like, ah, this is great. I'm good to go. And then what we do, one of the, one of the things we do with our clients is, well, let's look at your expenses. Mm. <laughs> the other side of the coin. Right. And let's start really looking to see what each what you're spending your money on. And they don't have a real number, do they? No, not at all. Man. <laughs> Boy, does they, that up they quickly. think it's much less. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um and and you know, it's it's tough, but you say, listen, you, you've you've done a great job saving, you know, your portfolio is good, but we're going to really have to look at what you spend in retirement if you want to make this last. Because the other risk that we're not focusing on today, but the other risk is longevity risk. Good news. We're all living longer. Right. Bad news. Yeah. We're all living longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we really have to keep that um, uh, as part of the conversation. Okay, I, I don't want any names, but did she retire or is she going to keep working? She's going to work for a couple more years. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. but it's up but it's up to her. Yeah, but the, that's, that's good. That's good. takes you know? the pressure off. Yeah. Oh, uh, the yep. amount, yeah. I'll tell you, Peter, it's amazing. I, I've had several, several people do the same thing to me over the years, and it's always a great, I mean, I'm getting chills right now because I had one woman who said, well, I'm not going to be able to retire. And I actually looked at her and I went through everything she had and I looked at her. I said, can I tell you something? Do you know that you'll be making more money in retirement <laughs> than you are working? She goes, what? <laughs> and I go, yeah. When I pulled everything together between her pensions, social security, yep. she was shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. And, and these are smart people, but they, they just they, don't see it. No, because Peter, these people are so involved and so caught up in what they do for a living. Right. And they're yeah. so dedicated to you know, their jobs mm-hmm. and their family that one thing usually is in the mind when you're in that mode, and that's just saving, putting away, putting away, putting. They're not looking at the big picture. That's where we come into play. That's where our ability to look from the outside in helps these people understand what their actual situation is. And that's what we try to do day in and day out. And see, that's why I haven't 
come to see you at Davis Wealth Management because I'm just afraid you're going to say, you can never stop working. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a reason, Peter. And that, you know, that's funny. That's kind of a good lead in because there's people who feel that way. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. You know, there are people who yep. feel like I'm not going to talk to anybody. It's going to be a mess. I don't want to see, I don't need someone to tell me that I can't retire and that I haven't done enough. Listen, that is the wrong attitude. No one's there to judge you. We are there to help you. We are there to educate you and get you on the right track. There's no wrong answers when it comes to planning. There's not. There's just better answers because the better you're educated, the better decisions you can make. Mm -hmm. Just because you think you've done a bad job, that's you. Let us... There's no good or bad here, really. Everybody's situations are different. Everybody's had different kids, different experiences in lives, different curveballs that have been thrown their way. We get that. But don't allow you know, stop you from getting in mm-hmm. front of someone mm-hmm. to seek professional advice because yeah, absolutely. it helps. It, it, I'm telling you, it'll help you and no one's judging you. But you can help yourself, A, by investing, like Sean has talked about before, uh, dollar cost averaging and, and getting, a, getting a program and staying with it. And my thing, Steve, you know, has always been you go into retirement debt free. Absolutely. You pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. You pay mm-hmm. off the second mortgage. You pay off the vehicles. You pay off the vacation. You walk into retirement, you'd be surprised how much further that money's going to go yep. if you're debt free. I mean, that's that's yep. Dave Ramsey's. I mean, he's been preaching that for a long time. And, you know, I know a lot of people are dialed into him, but all of us in the financial world, it's not just Dave Ramsey. Get rid of your debt. Yeah. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that with that. What happens is you need someone to help you structure how to get rid of it. People come in, where, where do I start? Right. You start off by paying, looking at where you're paying interest and mm-hmm. get rid of the highest interest rates that you're paying and eliminate those first. Oh, mm-hmm. we need another show on this. We yeah, do. yeah. We do because, because there's a right amount of debt to have when you're younger. Sure. Uh, Correct. Right? You, and especially For with the credit. rates they are now. When you're younger, right. it's okay to have some debt. Um, not frivolous debt, your home, vehicles, things like that. Uh, when you get older, that's when you want to start right. the, getting it off your balance sheet. And and I need to get my... Steve, can I borrow some money? Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> At what, 10%? Peter, no, for you, it's oh. only 15. <laughs> Good education, yeah. Steve. But okay. listen, all these things that we talked about today, all we're trying to do is educate you on the process. And again, if this is something that everybody who's listening out there wants to learn more about and wants to have a conversation, just go on our website, daviswealthmgmt.com, and there's a place right on the front page where you can book a 15-minute conversation with Sean or I, and we can continue to have the conversation more in line with your specific goals and go from there if you wish. It's out there. There's no charge to the phone call, no charge for the 15 minutes. Give us a shout, and we'll be more than happy to And again, to help. I will testify, having done this with you guys for a bunch of years, you're not judgmental. You're not looking no. to get somebody in going, oh, you are so screwed. Yeah. That's not the object. No, no. That not. is not the object at all. No. Well, and so, what I love about these calls is, is a lot of people that, that schedule these with us, they just don't know what questions to ask. Right, right? right And we right. Deal, this, deal with this every single day, so it's nice to hold their hand, if you will, and say, okay, well, these are some things you need to think about. This is some things you need to be concerned about. This is what you should be ecstatic about, right? There you go. And just having these nice conversations. Yeah, and, and it's amazing. Once you start to have them, they, there's a little relief. You could hear the sigh of yeah. relief over the phone, and it's like, yeah, so 
what do I do now? And then, right. you know, you take them through this, the mm. process, the steps that, you know, you need to put in place to start making a plan. And that's part of the reason we do the show, so that you know the questions to ask for Correct. your healthy retirement. Check it out, daviswealthmgmt.com. Steve Davis, Sean Toll. See you next week, guys. Thanks. Take care. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 